Good evening, November Foxtrot. Hello, Lance. Hello. Hi, James. Hi, Les. Hi, Kenny. Hi, Fresh Meat. Hi, Defiant. How are you all doing? Hi, hi Defiant. Hi, Defiant. Hi, Matthew Good McCarthy. Evening, hi, Nick. Hi, Dan. Hi, Tony. Matthew. Good evening. Good evening. Les. Oh, how you been? Camera works, chaps. I'm all right. As soon as my... Uh, my old webcam decided to take a massive nose dive into the world of I don't want to fucking work anymore. Andy's here. He's here. I'm here. Andy's here. Hello. Pricking Wednesday. So that, <laughs> so this can, don't buy one of these cameras. I'm going to get a webcam. Don't buy one of them because they're shit. No, I was hoping to set my nipple on that one because I thought tomorrow was <laughs> Wednesday. Which is why I'm a few minutes <sighs> late. So I do apologise to everyone. Lance does a beer. This is disappointing. Well, you know, I'm mate. Unfortunately, uh, James, we um, we weren't able to make the hundred, uh, the, the thousand. Thousand. Sorry. Yeah, we should have but... done it to a hundred. <laughs> There's always next time. Even Harry. Hi, Harry. Hi, Philip. Good morning, lads. Philip, how was your how was your milsim? How did it uh, go? Yes, oh, your milsim. Ozsim. Ozsim. Much like the yeah. perennial hangover from New Year's Eve, episode one hundred and one is uh, because. We only had a couple of days ago, really, to since we did the last one. I think we're all slightly unorganised today. Lance has got some new slightly. kit he's testing out. Um, yeah, Andy was vaguely on time. I just <laughs> forgot what day it was. I've got my new phone today. I've got my new 14 today. So I've put my 12 as my web camera. And I had to download a couple of apps and download some software for the computer. I but think it's so definitely far, clearer. So far, you know, it's a very expensive way of doing it. I am going to get a web camera, but in the meantime... It, um, it does the job because my other camera's in bits now because I just smashed it against the wall. <laughs> I, um, which, which is Make a good what prop. Just said about. Arrived yeah, to Lance yeeting a webcam. It's going to be a good one. Yeah, absolutely, mate. Hi, <laughs> uh, range. I've, I've just ordered uh, a new a new light, uh, a new <laughs> microphone because that's not doing. Everyone keeps saying that I'm really quiet. So fuck you all. Too loud, Danny. Too loud, Trisha. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and uh, I want to use my Nikon camera, my camera camera, as my. But to be camera. fair, that does look uber clear. Sorry, keep doing that. <laughs> I was going to say you look pretty clear. I'm not, not going to yeah. lie. Well, that's because I've put my uh, painting light on. I can't see you guys. At yeah, he's all. like that. I'm like that. What, what? Just pure light in my face. <laughs> so I'm hoping one of the little rings will. Um, not blind me for the show. Something I've um, been looking at is uh, I found a little soundboard thing. So it's got like a 15 set of buttons on it, which you can program and fully customise so we could have all sorts of weird and wonderful things happening throughout the show. Oh, if that yeah. works, I could do that as well. We could, And then that would make it 30. And then if Lance does it, that'd be 45. See, look, my it maths would. is good. Yeah. Quick maths, my guy. Lance, you've gone, <laughs> you've gone green. No, I haven't. There oh, he goes, back in wood. the woods. James C was <laughs> yeah. just asking when will Lance bring back the forest background. I'm back. It's not quite... Big, I, I, I was going to go out. wintery, but um, it's a bit early, isn't it, really? Yeah, it's not quite snowy yet. No. Big shout out to James and uh, Wayne, though, for doing their um, plate carriers. Yes. Nice Big one, shout out there. Yeah, we love that. Really appreciate it. Lance, what's that at the bottom of your screen? I told you. <laughs> oh, it's a watermark because basically because I was a tight ass, Les, and I didn't want to pay for all for the uh, full 
package of software for this camera, I wanted to try it first. So I got like, the the light version, which comes with the watermark. So yeah, don't try and press it or anything. It doesn't play like me doing a little jig okay. across the screen or anything. <laughs> What's not working? <laughs> Stupid button. But that would be a funny video to have queued up and ready to go. <laughs> so yeah, that's uh, what that is. Does the watermark count as a sponsor? So who's? Ah, oh, good point. Just quickly, who's into cameras? No, I was until I smashed it against the wall down there. Does anyone know for <laughs> a Nikon DX? X three hundred. Don't know. It just says DX on it. Can I only know the SX. Let me know if if there's ways of using that as a camera. Right, uh, if it's got micro USB and, and digital screen, you should be able to. It's got a digital screen. You should yeah, be able to plug it in. Charlotte won it a few years ago, and we've never used it. It's just sat there. I think well, we've taken about two button. two photos on it. That was oh, it works. That's brilliant. Oh, there you go. So, Brewer, I know. Splatfuck knows all about it, mate. Nikon DX, yep, yeah, that's what's written on it. Nikon DX. Halloween out of the way. I have to do that. It's a camera. That's all right now. <laughs> Mike Brewer, very helpfully. Not a clue, mate. Mike Brewer, always count on you, mate. Thanks, mate. <laughs> uh, Dan says, Mike, what's behind your camo net? Uh, that's a hole. In, in said camo net. That's nothing behind it. That's just I've broken my camo net over the time. Um, behind it oh, is pretty much the rest of my study. So It's a mess. Yeah, well, he calls it a study. It's just a fucking... It, it looks like my downstairs <laughs> cupboard, really. Just hence, a hence the camo net. Pony <laughs> <laughs> um, Tony says, doesn't Elgato do a kit so you can use DSLRs as webcams? Yes, I'm using the. I'm using the. Sorry, that was. I'm using the um, Epoch Cam app on my phone, and then the Elgato software on the piece on the laptop. It seems to be running well. It's funny enough. The Elgato Stream Deck was the one I was looking at buying as well. So uh, Elgato is making loads of money out of us. <laughs> yeah. no, not, not out of me at the moment because I just got. The not well. I haven't bought the deck <laughs> either. Yeah. <laughs> Um, that was I bought their mic, their big drop mic. Do that again. Someone, <laughs> someone meme that, please. Yeah. Oh, where are you? Where's our memer? Where's our memer? Harry says, with that Nikon, won't the lens make you look massively close up if used as a webcam? Okay. Well, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I could just we sit can't... further back. We just don't know. Wow. Yeah, like at the end of your hallway. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Kenny Rebel says murder bags, lots of them behind the net. Absolutely. There are a few. Uh, Dan says just things through the hole. Not regularly. It's just basically my camo net. <laughs> this is a weird conversation, but the camo net is actually based on two different camo nets sewn together. Um, What's the access Except, port for there? What's happened? What's going on there? It's just it, it used to have. It's got little bits of cordage just holding holding the bits of net together. For some reason, it's made of two. Um, so. Suspect, suspect, low level yeah. hole there for access. It's it's yeah. the Camo world's most hole. militarized um, glory hole. How's that? Yeah. Is that what you're Cam after? Camo glory holes. De it's a deviant's nest. <laughs> a deviant's <It> nest. 
Oh, God. Uh, Harry says, with Halloween out of the way, uh, I can crack on with the plate carrier. Already had the materials, so might as well use it. We'll whack them in the posts to you. Amazing, yeah. mate. Incredible. Thank you for that, buddy. Yeah, I'm, um, if anyone can help with this, I'm still trying to make my Bricoflage U back. Um, I was hoping to have it ready for the 100th episode, but most of the people who I was going to contact about making custom U-backs, I think are based in the Ukraine um, and have subsequently not been contactable. Um, so if anyone knows anyone who could make a custom yeah. U-back, because I'm, I'm trying to make the Bricoflage one. I was hoping to be like, yeah, check it out, it's Bricoflage. Um, you could just go down to uh, the range and just buy um, some of the fabric um, wallpaper and just stick it to yourself. Yeah, I do could that. do, but I was I wanted to actually have like a proper fabric bricoflage you back. What about one of those toy the, the car mats you used to get as a kid, like the little rug? Can't you just it's still got roads and okay, houses? Again, I want an actual <laughs> yeah. top, not just stick shit to myself and go, look, I've done it. Material, it's still it's a material like rug. You roll it out, it's got roads and zebra crossings and fucking farmyard and shit on it. That would be funny. <laughs> that would be funny. I don't feel it would be very flexible because aren't they like rubberized mats? No, they're, like... Material, yeah, they're neoprene. So you'd sweat. <laughs> Do you get hot in your plate, Harry? No, but I do it in my neoprene U back. <laughs> when you're off stag and you're just chilling at the fob, you could lay down on your back and we could bring a little pack of micro machines in. <laughs> no one will know. It's, it's um, urban camo. Yeah, look, this is just a rug I'm a road. You can buy a brick flag for some reason. Oh, off I thought, of Amazon. I thought you, mean you can buy you can buy a brick <laughs> for fifteen quid. There you go. Brick all, you need, all you need is someone buy another U backs and just sew it onto the arms. There you go. Stop Let, making life do, difficult. Let's do some news Jesus. because I don't feel that this is particularly helpful. News. That is news. <laughs> <laughs> News. This is Pew's News, where we talk about all of the news from the previous week. We've become week. so wanky, haven't we? <laughs> I know. I love it. It's brilliant. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, it was especially professional wanky with the comment of, this is so wanky. <laughs> yeah. I love it. <laughs> um, has anyone got any news from the week? Uh, uh, I bought some stuff. I'll let you go first then, because I bought some stuff as well. I've got a Dutch Army issue bandana. Oh. Comes with Velcro. The Velcro around your face. Like so. Well, it's quite handy. Quite like that. And I've got some new trousers. However. Trousers. Trousers. With the old knee pad jobbies and all that. Oh, they've got the Gen 2 Elites. However, they're just the standard ones turned up. So I'm in a dispute with Wang in Hong Kong at the moment over advertising something that's got a photograph of the Gen 2s with all like the uh, flexible material around the knee and the seat area of the trouser. Um, he's like, no, they're just uh, for reference. I'm like, well, you can't reference a photograph and not fucking sell the, the item that's in the picture. That'd be like referencing a Ferrari. <laughs> I'm going to sell you this house, but not that house. That's yeah, just a yeah, reference yeah. of what a house is. Get this it's five-bed just... house for... For 250 quid, then you get a shed turn up. You think, Hang on, <laughs> yeah. But it's got five beds in it for dolls. Do you know what yeah. I mean? Oh, yeah, I'm in a dispute with him at the minute. But they're, oh, don't get me wrong, they're great trousers, but I've already got a pair of these uh, in a bigger size. I need to get a smaller size. Result. So I've got these in a 34. Um, 
So I'm a bit pissed off about that. But they are, they're good enough, you know what I mean? If it all I'll tell you what, to, one, one company. If it starts a war, I'm not going to bother. Yeah. One company that I would recommend for trousers is. Oh, what's their name? UK Tactical Trousers, I think they are, or Tactical mm-hmm. Kit. Um, it's not the one that you think it is, not the one with the blue bandana. They're based in China, but I swear to God, they're just cry seconds. It's those trousers that I run, and I've literally ran them for nearly a year now, and they're absolutely phenomenal, and they're a quarter of the price. But all the stitching and everything seems to be the same. We've compared them to a, uh, a mate that got a set of cry. Fair play. Nice. So, yeah. yeah seems, I've just got these, I've purely got, got these Viper up. ones, because the last pair I've got, which Les is actually purchasing off me, are Viper ones, and they've been fucking mustard. Absolutely blinded. And I've been through all sorts of I was going to say, because I mean, Viper kit kind of, it has a mixed review on it, doesn't it? I mean, I know I've got some Viper stuff that's both really good and some other Viper stuff that's really bad. So mm. presumably the trousers are obviously worth I've buying. I've had no issues at all with um, with my Viper trousers. Not None at all. None whatsoever. They've been absolutely blinding. Knee pads have stayed in place and, and they fit snug as well. I mean, they're a bit, actually, to be fair, they're a bit of a battle to get them in there because they come separate so to install them. But once they're in there, they're nice mm. and snug. They ain't going to shift on you. So yeah, happy with that. Like I said, if I don't get the uh, if I don't get the ones I wanted, I'm happy with them. They, they fit nice now. They're lovely. Tactical so. World Store UK. Tactical World Store UK. That's yeah. got all of the words in it. Yeah, it's got the tactical Milsim gun. World Series of baseball, and it's only American football, uh, American baseball teams in it. I found World them on a random search, and I tell you what, nice I'm one. well impressed with the jeans, with the trousers that I got, Gen Three. Proper impressed with them. So highly recommend them. Nice. Cool. Anything from you, Mr. Michael? Uh, no, I've not really bought anything. The only thing I have bought is my birthday present for my brother, which I don't want to talk about on the stream yet because I haven't given it to him. I um, do that. So I will talk about that once said present is no longer a surprise. Mm. Oh, can we have a fanfare, actually? I've got some news, uh, aside from Airsoft, but I'd like to share it with, with the team. Oh. Uh, so my daughter got performed in tonight at Scouts, because she's an official Scout now. The video oh, thing. congratulations. Um, we don't have a clapping well soundtrack. No, we need a clappy. <laughs> yeah, by the campfire with the, with, the, with the flag, holding the flag. And saying all that. And she was the first Scout in her troop to be sworn in and like, pledge allegiance to the King. Oh. It's the King. So, yeah. yes, that's quite, yeah. quite, a, quite a moment. Yeah, so um, yeah, very proud, very proud, very proud hmm. of my daughter. That's yeah, good. Well done, yeah, cool. Good, I bought, good. I bought uh, Diddy Hammock whoopee slings, which I've just sent in the group chat. Sounds like a child's toy. <laughs> <laughs> Diddy Hammock whoopee 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 slings. Wh- whoopee slings. Oh, whoopee slings. Whoopee, whoopee as in W H O O P I E. Whoopee slings. Hang on, I'm just finding it handy. It's not quite so quick to get. No, no, it's all. Um, absolutely amazing. I, you there can, you go. I, for what is sixteen, this? you thread them through instead of a uh, instead of your um, carabiner on the end of your um, hammock, and literally they're adjustable. So if you're a little bit too long or a little bit too short, you can pull them in on themselves. I still don't know what it is. I own a hammock. It I'm goes... looking at the picture. I still have no uh, idea on, what it is. I'll show you. <laughs> I'll send it. Look, there you go. Can we? Can you do videos of videos? There you go. Uh, maybe. I've sent 
So this was this was wrapped round one of the support beams of my house for this video. Oh, uh, this... So that's just to support the woobie underneath the main hammock. Yeah, that so doesn't that... look strong enough for a hammock. That no, looks like a bit of a hammock up your tinner. It's for the woobie to go underneath it. The, the, the winter blanket. No, no, no. That's that's for you. No, that's holding the whole hammock. Look. That's holding the whole hammock up. No. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't get in that. Strong. that... So what? Right, okay. 250kg rated, that is. So what? Sorry, what's the benefit of this? So you can adjust. So instead of... That literally loops around your tree, but it yeah. gives you an extra uh, adjustment. But don't you, but don't you have the extra adjustment in that strap there? Yeah, but what happens yeah, if you've only got not... trees too yeah, far away or too close? You actually get an, another bit of adjustment. <laughs> And it saves you having to undo so, the carabiner and put it around the tree. You can just literally yeah. cinch it in and out. Literally, just right. job done. I'll be interested to see that. And it's got your, it's got or, where you have your adjustment. It automatically dangles down and it gives you a rain drip Ooh. as rain well. Drip. Play, play, I'm play. not convinced. I would like to see yours before I go ahead and purchase some of these. <laughs> <laughs> that to me looks like a shoelace that you're attaching to your hammock. Hey, I've already sat in it twice. <laughs> yeah. I'll, I'll no, take a picture enough. of it next week. Yeah, yeah, we'll go, go for it. No, yeah. I'd love to see it in action. That'd be cool. Uh, Harry Badger bought the Yugo cook set following Lance's show and tell. Yes, mate. Oh. The old Yugoslavian cook set. Yeah, could be a kit that. Not that I've used it yet, but I've seen lots of bushcraft videos on it. <laughs> uh, Rage says, I bought a Helicontex Woodsman smock. You should have a look at them, Lance. Ideal for bushcraft as they are spark and ember resistant. Helicontex oh. Woodsman Smock. I have to admit, I do mate. like Helicontex stuff. Mm. And I've gone oh, yeah, really blurry for some reason as well. So that's great. Put your finger towards stuff. the screen. I'll come back. Okay. Ah, excellent. I fingered myself. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Fresh Meat said I bought my. I didn't have to that at all. <laughs> <laughs> just, just cracked on. Fresh oh, meat says, I my... <laughs> Fresh meat says I brought my first Tranger mess tin. Oh, the little oh. foldy, yes, nice mate, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Sorry, Dan said, Rage, are the smocks friction proof when your beards rub together? <laughs> well, when me and when me and Rage chin dock at the chin. <laughs> dock at the chin. Beard docking. That's like, awesome. like a thatched cottage. <laughs> Not cottaging. Not none of that. <laughs> um, yeah, you go cook set. Yeah, we talked about that one. Uh, James C says, "I'm so glad I mentioned the Brickflage camera all those episodes ago." <laughs> yeah, yes, you've, absolutely, um, mate. Nice you've stirred done. a fire in in him. I think. Mm. I think it's an excellent thing. I think we've got to work that through. Um, cool. Well, should we talk about SEO? Oh, hang on. Rich Serent Sport bought the first nods, British Army L4 Oh, blimey. Oh, very nice. Look at that. Smashing the cash. I'm looking this up quickly. Took my... I was going to say, I don't know what they are. I'm having to just quickly Google as well. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, but I'm going to let Mike Google it and put it up on the screen to show everyone. Oh, shit. Uh, I think it's that one. What ones? I'm looking at them now. Uh, L4A2 Nords. Oh, they've disappeared now. Images. Oh, Let's go to images. I found a picture. I found a picture. 
Retro it's nods. Coming. Where do you get them from? Naughty. Oh, I like them in green. That's proper on the. I, I googled it, it and then all I got, all I got was a Bren gun come up when I googled L four A two nods. So uh, that's the L four A three as a as a Bren gun. Don't don't order get that wrong at the stores, will you? Back <laughs> yeah. of a Bren gun to your fucking lid. Oh, I've got this really heavy helmet. <laughs> you just, imagine the counterweights on the back of a lid to keep a Bren gun upright. <laughs> yeah. Like... Or failing that, you go out you go out to combat with a pair of nods as your weapon. I'm the support gunner. This. <laughs> this is shit. <laughs> uh, Rich says Gulf War era single tube, but with two eyepieces. That was cool. Fair play, mate. That's awesome. Nice. I like that. Yeah. Ooh. I'm have to look them up. I've never even I've never even heard of them before. Is that Gulf War one or two? Evening, John. Uh, I probably would have said two, wouldn't you? Well, yeah, it looks. I don't know. Mm. Just looking at it, it does look quite nineties-ish esque sort of styling. Mm. Sorry, we're just a really poor podcast for those listening. We're just staring. Yeah, everyone's just like, <laughs> just saying. They do look very, very cool. Sorry about that. Yeah, yeah if anyone's interested, Google now. British Army L4A2, not the L4A3. Yeah, don't Google brain gun, because <laughs> you can't put that on your head. We could, but it'd be rubbish. <laughs> um, should we talk Should we talk SEO? Let's talk SEO. Yes, what a weekend. Second. Do you want to take, take the lead? No, you can, because I've been to one before. So, from so have we, it? but we've already discussed this before, yeah, so we were waiting to I discuss it in more detail to you. Yeah, I wasn't there, so <laughs> off you go, Mike. You, you do it. Why am I just... <laughs> Come on, Mike. Come on, Mike. All right, so a few weekends ago, we went to uh, the SEO uh, Invitational event. Lucky. Uh, and it was really good. really enjoyed it. It was like a proper back-to-Bergen Milsim. So we tabbed in not particularly far... But we did, we did, you know, walk from the car with the Bergens on, set up camp, um, had a meal sim. <laughs> had a, really had a meal did sim. You, did, it's yeah. going well. <laughs> so, yeah, so a lot did of the guys... Did you do it the same as last time? Thank so you, chip in. You, you <laughs> set so up a lot of the guys are, Yeah, a lot of the guys arrived Friday night from the, that were in our section. Um, mm-hmm. And we did it the same as we did last time, was obviously to keep the two factions apart. So, obviously, nobody saw each other. Um, but one might have caught the tail end of us walking off as some of the guys arrived from the Op 4 team in the morning. Um, but nothing that sort of like to compromise anything. Um, so, yeah, so we, a, lot, a few of the guys arrived Friday. Obviously, I was working, so I arrived there early hours of Saturday morning before sunrise and the hour before anyone was awake. Um, got me a down for a couple of hours, kitted up, pushed out into the into the AO. Um, I think we probably did about a 15, 15 minute ish sort of patrol with all the kit on. Got to our location for our sort of like harbour area if you like dump the kit off um sort of that sort of that recce so i've got a recce patrol out on the ground um just to try and sort of pid targets what we were doing was like basically it's a seal team sort of going in behind lines um in like a cartel held area um but with a bit of civ pop action involved so we had to get sort of eyes on the civ pop we our sort of cover story was bringing in aid aid packages to them to this village um, so we had to arrange like, a meeting with the with a village sort of elder, if you like, arrange to get this aid package in there, which happened to have a tracking device in it, which was a nice little added. Uh, that was a cool feature, by the way. So yeah, it was, a, a, it was like an air tag, wasn't it? 
yeah, so that was something that would come into play later on. So the the idea of us was to deliver this package to the village in the sort of hope that the cartel would come in and get a bit bully, bully, pushy, pushy, and sort of like take the package for themselves back to their harbour area or their fob or their stronghold, wherever it might be in the in the area we were gaming in. Um, and then from there we'd get an eye, we'd get a location in of where as to where it went. Because obviously if we're tracking it and it's still in the village, as soon as it starts moving off, we know that someone's got it that shouldn't have it. So that gave us intel on a, on the uh, on a target location, um, and then obviously going in from there, you're going out on patrols, putting in recce's, uh, looking for patterns of life, how many how, how many combatants they've got, bits and bobs like that, getting into contact, withdrawing from it. Um, it was a little bit slow to start with regarding from our point of view because I think obviously none of us have been out for a while, none of us have been together gaming for a while, so it was quite exciting to get into a contact, and we should have broken contacts quicker than what we did. But we sort of we sort of, it was sort of like a, a sustained contact for a while, but then we sort of once we got into the role a bit more, um, it sort of just developed then just like naturally developed into like sort of like getting into a contact, moving quietly, breaking contacts quickly. Um, the medic rules uh, for us, I think, because we didn't change them from the last event because we had more guys this time. Um, that was a bit of a detriment to the op four team that we could our first initial bandage we could medic ourselves. Because um, obviously, once you hit out, you could just whack a tourniquet on you back in the fight. So it was like it was quite hard work for them because they had a couple of less guys than what we did. So um, I think next time we'll change that, um, depending on the size of the teams that we've got, whether you've got a designated medic or whether you can tourniquet yourself the first one. So that I think good. personally, that that was probably something I didn't enjoy was the people self bandaging. Mm. Um, I, I I get obviously when you got an event with small numbers, but. It was it was difficult because you have someone sort of I mean there was one particular instance someone snuck up behind uh, our sort of fob at one point and, and took a load of us out but we managed to take him down um, but then just through the aspect of a lot of us haven't played with that rule before we then went back to you know looking in our designated positions he mm. then goes oh bandage up job done and then carried on shooting again I, I didn't like that as much personally. Mm. I mean, it did make you keep your head on the swivel, and it did sort of prolong the firefights, which was quite cool in a way. But like that, that only works if you do have slightly smaller numbers than what we had. We had larger numbers than what we did before. So, you know, you had like a, I think there was 12, 12 10 or twelve of us against sort of eight on Terry's team. Um, so yeah, it did make for a longer firefight, um, which otherwise would have been broken quicker. So yeah, mm-hmm. it's things to obviously these are these are the things that we're sort of bringing into to play. And obviously, we had the, like the whole water source thing around the event, um, where you've got natural waterways uh, in the area. Again, there was like a jerry can of fresh, clean drinking water yeah. uh, located that side of it. in that area of that water source. It won't be sort yeah. of like 100 meters away from it. It will be if you go to that water source at a specific point, you will find a jerry can there of water that you can top up your your water bottles from or your, or your camelbacks from, um, which was cool. I love that. I've done that a couple of times. It's always good to sort of when you're patrolling, think, oh, anyone need to refill because we're coming up on a on a waterway. You know, getting all around the fence. You know, get a couple of guys filling up water bottles and that for people. That's cool. That's a nice little added, uh, yeah, added that. bonus to it. So yeah, that worked. That always works well. So we all, we're continuing to do that. Um, Harbour area wise, it was cool. You know, everyone was real low profile. It was all bashes on the floor. Um, quite minimal kit for the most part. Um, I think I could still reduce my kit down. Um, I seem to bring too much food, like but not like meals, but like just snacks. I think I get to the point where I'm packing my food up for them like and i regiment what i'm taking and i'll go i'll just chuck a i'll chuck a fruit explosion in there i'll chuck a, chuck a cereal <laughs> bar in there and i think oh, fuck it. you know and i ended up coming back with so much i mean i, I probably ate one main meal and like half a dozen snacks loads of water um a couple of sweeties sort of thing 
So yeah, I could mm-hmm. certainly scale that back from that point of view, and that'll save on the old weight as well. Um, but other than that, I mean, a lot of the kit I took, I um, I sort of used, or you know, it, it wasn't it was essential kit that would be needed. You know what I mean? There was no sort of like silly bollocks. You know, because I didn't take any pillows or anything like that. It was literally my uh, sleep system would be my, my bivy bag, my roll mat, which is my Aunt Fantry's one, uh, my snug pack, <laughs> and my and my mylar sheet that go inside the bivy as well. And that all just went inside the bivy bag. So lovely and comfy, really nice. Um, underneath me, underneath me, basher. And I try actually tried with my basher. I tried my um, I bought some comms cord from Dragon Supplies, and it's basically mm-hmm. it's, it's comms cord for um, when you were in stag to, for like to the next position. And I jungle knotted it because it's a lot smaller than paracord. It's really, really sort of like shoelace thin, but it's fucking super strong. And I tried that, and that's wicked. Because what you can do is you can bunch it all up into like you, if you do like an eight meter length of it for your for your jungle knot, you can wind it around your hand, pull it off your hand, and it'll poke through the eyelet of the basher. So rather than having to strap it, you can just poke the whole lot through there, and it stays in place. So that was quite cool. Oh, yeah, yeah. So yeah, use that. So I was happy with the setup with the with the sleeping arrangements and stuff. Stagging on. Uh, did we get bumped in the night, or was it early hours in the morning? Early morning. <clears throat> no, we did get bumped, didn't we? Because we come when we come back off, off that night patrol. It was after, remember? yeah. It was like one, one or two in the morning, though. Right. Okay. Yeah, that was good. So yeah, because I was on stag from nine till twelve. Mm. You know, we went out. Um, there was a couple of us with nods. I think me and myself and Kenny had thermal. Kenny absolutely destroyed it. Kenny from Empire Airsoft uh, with his uh, thermal sniper, which is uh, something to behold when you're at an event because that's rarely sort of seen. So yeah, he sort of gave um he sort of gave the op four run for their money with that, which was good. Um and our light discipline, our noise discipline on the patrols again was, was bang on. Even Terry said after he said how I mean and likewise for Terry and his guys, because there must have been times where we we couldn't have been more than 25, 30 meters apart from each other and we didn't even know each other was there. And we were almost like managed to patrol past each other, like moving like uber quiet, uber slowly. Um, which was cool. So yeah, thoroughly enjoyed the ground it. like this time. Because last time it was like walking on sandpaper. On it was wetter. Glass, it, it was it was it was wetter. It's still quite noisy. Um, it was slightly wetter. There was a chance of getting. So we had little splashes of rain here and there. But for the most mm-hmm. part, it was good. It was good. It was comfortable. Um, obviously, it wasn't as hot. That was a <laughs> bonus because <laughs> the last one was fucking scorching over there. Yeah. So this was a. Uh, it was nice to do like a really hot event. Uh, than this one, which was a lot cooler but slightly wetter. But nice. It'd be nice to be to get a cold one in over there. To get a cold mm-hmm. event in over there. Uh, be a bit more extreme with the kit and that. You know? It wasn't that cold though, to be fair. I mean, in it terms of like the the no. temperature and stuff, it's obviously been very mild. I think um, I felt colder. I've colder. I felt I felt colder uh, the following morning purely because of tiredness. Uh, when I first got out of the dos bag, I, I, you know when you get you're like, oh, I just I chucked the softy jacket on for five minutes and I was good as gold. Then got a brew on, um, and we were good to go. But yeah, I mean, it was quality. It was it was a it was a wicked event. Thoroughly enjoyed it. It was a good storyline. Um, and there was no tra- there was no dramas or troubles or anything like that because obviously it's it's an invite only event. Um, you know who you're getting, yeah, so definitely. you know you know you know the, there was literally no spats or this that. Always oh, not. There's no hit none of the hit taking stuff or anything like that going on. Um, there might have been a couple of them. Um, I don't think he took his hit, but it wasn't sort of made a big issue of. It could have just been you know benefit of the doubt. You know, maybe perhaps he didn't feel it this that and the other. So I certainly didn't see anything like that. Any any guys that I engaged, everyone took their hits. So. Kudos to them. Yeah, overall, um, certainly a, a spot-on event. So, yeah, good, good, uh, big shout-out to Terry at SEO for that one. And for good reports from all the guys. There's over the Reaper boys that were there. Kenny thoroughly enjoyed it. It's one of, his, one of Kenny's first ones where he's in a Bergen and sort of living out of a Bergen. 
Um, so he thoroughly enjoyed that. It was good. Yeah. But yourself, Mike, highlights? I I liked it. So, I mean, personally, this, this is just my own personal review. I wouldn't say it's in my top five of Milsims. Um, I... I enjoyed it, and I, I do like like the camping side of bits and pieces and stuff like that. But for the most part, you know, it it was okay if that makes sense. Like it wasn't it wasn't bad in any way, but it wasn't necessarily anything that jumped out of me to be particularly different as an event. Mm. Um, the the water's always cool, and I did find my drainage use being a drainage engineer came into uh, came into function when there was a package located in one of the culverts. And I think oh, had yes. a picture. Oh, and yes. I, was like, I know exactly where that is because I'd spotted all the drainage from walking around the site. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, from from a, a Milsim perspective, it was obviously good from the um, meeting the locals and bits and pieces like that. I mean, with, with any small number event, you obviously get a limited interaction because, you know, if you've only got, if you're only playing up against 15 other players, say, I mean, I think it was less at this event in particular, but if you're only playing up against 10, 15, you, you get to know who they are. Um, mm. So obviously, you know, there, there's kind of limited options for that uh, shoot, no shoot scenario, which is the the thing I always like about a Milsim is, you know, especially if you're uh, sort of a, a blue four role, NATO, some sort of military force like that, it, you, you can't just blap everyone that comes across you. It, the whole premise is that you're trying to role play and do that kind of interaction. Um so yeah, you know, I mean, there was there was a lot of good stuff as well. There was obviously lots of pyrotechnics that were used. Um, there was the classic not knowing who the enemy was. That was really good. Uh, so you actually had yeah, to provide some intel and the Overwatch. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it was good. I I, I enjoyed it. I say it, it's just I guess for me it wasn't there was nothing that really stood out fantastically. Mm. Um, but that's you know I I would do it again. So. It's it's definitely yeah, I, not think, a I think we definitely need to increase the numbers slightly, um, but then again, it depends on the sort of type of game that you're trying to achieve. I mean, especially if you if you're trying to get like a civ pop cartelly sort of villagey type thing going on, you do have to have the numbers for it, just for, like, for more for like like you say for the immersion, um, mm. and to be able to sort of switch between have people switching between roles by being able to like removing like a headdress or changing a jacket to be a civvy. And then sort of doing something else, and you, it does make you sort of question how many how many people they've got and things like that. So I think that from that respect, you know, it, it, it would make that event we done better by having a few mm. additional. But then obviously, unfortunately, Terry, bless him, um, he had, I think he had six or seven guys literally bail in like the last forty eight hours leading up to the op. So which um, made him really really happy. Um, to put <laughs> yeah. it lightly, I mean that's that's never <laughs> ideal. Um, no. No, you and know, that's the and, trouble. Um, when you get when you get private invite events, you know, like me and Terry put a lot of work into them, and then you, obviously it's it's not like you're paying x amount of money to to secure your place. So it's a bit like, oh, well, I ain't paid nothing yet, so fuck it, I can't be asked. Whoever yeah. doesn't look that good, yeah. I'm not going to go. But it's sort of like really, it really screws us up in a way. So um, yeah, we just have to be mindful next time of. Uh, who, One um, thing I did learn: <laughs> uh, tinted eye pro is fuck all use at night. <laughs> <laughs> so I had the um, by tinted, I don't mean obviously dark eye pro like the the shaded ones, whatever like that, like the um, uh, you know sun shield style. I'm I'm talking uh, orange tinted. So these were the tiger eye um, edge tactical 
uh, sharp edge glasses I was wearing, and oh, I just couldn't see anything at night at all. <laughs> My night vision is not the best at the best of times, anyway. Um, but there was a fair few times that Wayne Blessing was basically just acting as, as helping me around the site. I was completely <laughs> blind, <laughs> just um, like some old man. Yeah, come, on, come with us, Mike. I mean, I I, I definitely need. To, to look at investing in night vision at some point because my night game is one of the things I don't really enjoy at the moment. Um, mm. I don't have a problem going out at night, but if you can't see, you know, I'm, I'm more worried about breaking my leg and then ruining the next six months of my life while my leg's healing um, than the, the, the minimal amount of enjoyment that I get from trying to hit someone that I can't see in the dark, that I can't see, walking around, hitting trees and all of that. So... Yeah, I would. I would definitely make sure that if you're going to be at a night game, um, take some clear eye pro if you can. Um, I'm completely clear, not not yellow tinted or anything like that. Um, yeah, yeah, Defo. Yeah, uh, I've run yellow tinted at, at night, and I've put my night vision down, and it's just gone. Yeah, no, this isn't working for you at all. Yeah, <laughs> and you've gone. gone. Oh, hang on a minute. Yeah, I'll probably just change my glasses. <laughs> oh, that's an interesting colour scheme for the night. <laughs> One thing I did enjoy was the, um, I'll tell you what, something I wasn't expecting was the, the village setup that um, Terry and SEO brought along with them. Um, mm. I thought that was imp- that was impressive because they had these sort of big um, camouflage it's the, it's style. The, yeah, it's basically the briefing tents that he uses at the um, at his um, other events as well for like doing like the... Mm. the uh, the, the blue four briefings and that, like the pre-strike briefings and pre-op briefings and stuff. So but they're always good. They're quality bits of kit mm. that you brought along on that. And obviously, um, so yeah, I just added to it, didn't it really? When you sort of cut yeah. into a village and you've got sort of corners to check and stuff like that. So that's always good. Yeah, yeah. nice. Oh, that's awesome. And your, and using your thermal was quite good as well. So sitting there on stag, um, you know, hearing, basically we're in a tree full of fucking oak trees. So acorns <laughs> are just dropping almost constantly, which obviously sound like people walking. So, you know, whilst I was on stag duty, just constantly scanning the forest and seeing deer strut past in the, uh, the old thermal was quite cool. I definitely felt the old heart going at one point. Cause I was like, just scanning around and all of a sudden there's this great white blob. I was like, ah, yeah, shit. Where'd you come from? But, um, I mean, it's quite good because obviously on the Friday or Thursday, um, you had the bit of the forestry commission guy up there who was flailing the the verges of the of the main road, so it's actually actually tidied it up a bit, which made the sort of like patrolling of the night time a lot better because the actual paths are probably like the main roads, Andy. They're like mm-hmm. three times as wide now. You could get like trucks oh, going past each other, so they've actually widened them out, like the main perimeter road and that. So it's actually really cool um, to like to be able to spread out as spread a team when, you're in, bit, when yeah. you're in staggered file or, or whatever you're doing or extended line across a road into like a wood block you had more space to do that now so that was cool you know i like that yeah yeah that's yeah that i think that that would have made a massive gameplay difference as well wouldn't it because mm, mm, last time mm. we were there when we were doing the photo shoot it was tight wasn't it, it got oh it was jungle wasn't it really pretty time. much you, you know you had ferns above our heads for, yeah. for that one so that yeah they, they were still there you had a lot of greenery still there for the time of year mm. um, it, it dropped off a little bit but there was still ample cover i mean even into the winter months you'll still get ample cover yeah, yeah it's so thick over there it'll take it'll take months for it to rot down and by the time that's happened the new stuff's coming up again so which is always good always good mm. even in ed hello ed welcome along mate uh dan says was this event at an airsoft site or a private land uh, this is a private land, mate. Uh, privately owned land, um, with obviously permission from the landowner um, for us to use it. Because he's a very, very nice chap and a good friend mm-hmm. of mine. 
Yeah, we so don't yes. just walk up to someone's back garden. Yeah. <laughs> well, we just, are, uh, but... Don't, don't do that. Don't <laughs> stop, stop, stop playing the old squatters. Squatters rights! <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's mine now. Yeah. Mine now. Mine. 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 Um, Nick says, uh, what about yellow lenses? Would they be better for at night? So I think, to be fair, I say that the Tiger Eye ones are like an orange lens. Uh, I don't have them to hand. Um, but, you know, they they are effectively a yellow. They're just slightly more ye- uh, orange. Um so I, I would just suggest clear lenses at night myself yeah, um, in a few little sneaky positions where I was quite safe and sort of looking away from the game zone. I did take the iPro off once or twice just to sort of see what the difference was. And it was definitely the iPro having an effect. I know what I say, my night vision is not the best anyway. I, I generally have poor night vision, but the iPro was definitely lowering it by like another 60%. Um, from what I could actually see. So when I had the iPro on following everyone around, unless there was a torch going, I couldn't see anything at all. And having yeah. to hold Wayne, you know, that was obviously then crippling two members of the team, um, especially with me falling over and hitting stuff. <laughs> it, was, <laughs> it wasn't very stealthy. So. I've, I've ran yellow at night and it's not. You do, no, you've for got the yellow to, you've got for the yellow to work, you need... So it would work if it was like a, a, a reasonably open canopy with uh, a full moon shining through because you're getting mm. a bit of light but it definitely works if you've got a, a pitch black like it is at this site once that sun goes down it gets dark in there doesn't it yeah that yellow just oh, doesn't mate, work. even even like during the summer nights as soon as the sun starts setting yeah. and you get inside of you get under the canopy it's like you could be standing out on a pathway that's completely lit up like you it's almost like daytime but then you look into the woodland it's just like it's just black as night in there. Mm. <laughs> it's yeah. usually and walking, you're like, oh shit. But there's that places like that enough. in daytime as well. Mm, exactly, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Down there, like you're walking along. Yeah, I don't mind it in the day, up. I can see in the day. <laughs> <laughs> I think like, that was the thing I was dark. also conscious of, was the fact that, you know, if I'm standing there in a, in an area I could see, because we had quite a high mood, I think it was 70% in the briefing, which again yes. was another good thing. I, yeah, I, I did like Terry's briefing. Um, I don't want to sound really critical. It just, yeah, it just say it was oh, like Terry knows you're a tosser. Don't worry about it. Yeah, that's what it was. It was very, it was a very on par milsim. I would say that, mm-hmm. that was, you know, you, you book an event. That's what I would expect to find. Mm. Um, it's all but, right, Terry. I'll come to the next one. I'll... <laughs> no, I'll come to the next one. But, uh, um, I was conscious if you're standing in an area where I can see, and I've got the yellow eye pro on the orange eye pro. I was conscious of the fact that other people could see me more. Um, so that was that was again, just something I, I guess I was worried about. But it's one um, of them, isn't it? It's it's, it's adjusting to your, your night vision, isn't it? Like your natural night vision. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, it's when you're before you're going out on your night patrol. It's literally getting ready as, as dark as you can, and then sort of giving yourself that 10, 15 minutes to for your eyes to adjust. I mean, I did it several times at the at the Defiant event that we're covering sort of next week. Was you know take going leaving going on, on a patrol at night time, just taking that five minutes of just everyone just sort of taking a knee getting used to it, moving off again, then stopping, you know, adjusting. And then you'll find naturally that, you you know, you. I was quite comfortable tracking through um, the woodland there at APOC without sort of many issues at all, really. But the trouble I've got is obviously it's, it's using my left eye as a natural night vision because my right eye's down the thermal. So that's just useless at night time because yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm bringing up to bear, looking down the scope. So that's now completely out of the picture. So I've got to always maintain natural night vision with my left eye. Which is easier said than done, but it, it works most of the time. Sometimes I've got to focus. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, right. Terry says, Mike, that's one thing I took away from the weekend. I need something to see at night apart from the Mark One eyeball. Mm. Um, yeah. 
yeah, I mean, it's, uh, night vision and thermal is just such a game changer anyway. Um, so. but, then again, but then again, if you're running night vision, <clears throat> it gives you a bit of awareness what's what's in front of you, but it's still not going to stop you putting your foot down a rabbit hole because you've got a, you, you no, but at least you've digital. got more of a chance, I think. Whereas I actually yeah. went down to my knee in a rabbit hole during the day, um, and I, I'm not kidding. I thought I, I thought I was going to break my leg because I, I proper just kept going. Um, and I've, I've never had that before and that was a genuine scary moment and I think that put the wind up me for the evening because I'd already kind of mm-hmm. potentially nearly fucked my leg up during the day. I didn't then want to kind of run the risk of doing it in the evening um, yeah. when I, I definitely couldn't see. Um, so at least with, you know, I, I have used night vision before if, if but trying somebody else's um, and it does, you know, obviously you get the magnification. It's not quite... Um, ideal from a perspective point of view but it does give you that aid in terms of right i can see there's a log coming whereas Mm. the only way i knew that there was something coming was somebody go you're about to trip over a log (laughs) Um, so if they're only if they're nice to you yeah (laughs) (laughs) oh you did you fall over mike sorry (laughs) (laughs) i think terry took i think terry might have taken a naughty tumble as well over a over a felled tree that was underneath some brambles that you didn't see I don't think anyone would have seen that, even with nods on. It was just completely mm. camouflaged. And it was like, whoop! It was like, man down. He's back yeah. up. And that's just, just, that's just part of playing in the woods at night, isn't it? Let's be honest. Yeah, it's, it, is, it's, it's, it is. It's one of the risks you mm. run, isn't it? You know, mm. um, Especially you those woods. Yeah, because obviously like you've those. got nice clear trails and pathways, but as soon as you do get them off the beaten track, mm-hmm. because it's not used as an airsoft site, which is what I love about it, it's completely natural. You know, you are moving through a natural woodland. It's not like Pallet City or, you know, you've got sort of like, handy little pathways that have been made through hundreds of skirmishes been running about all weekend in there it's, it's, it is the only trails you've got through woodland are the are the game trails that the deer have made which yeah. which in themselves were handy at the it. uh at the summer event when they handy because obviously yeah, where they, they trodden were, yeah. all the all the all the leaf litter down it, it was almost like at night you could just see this pathway glowing through the tree and i was like oh that's handy mr deer thanks yeah. for that but you would literally only add what about that much yeah that was it you were single file of, of single as you file. would do but um, it, it did help because obviously yeah. in the summer it was just like crunch. It was like walking on crisps. Mm. Oh yeah, there crunch, was no crunch, sneaky bloody movement. crunch. <laughs> you know, you, a lot of time. Well, a lot of time we did we, to, to cover distance quickly. We did use the main roads mm-hmm. um, and just sort of ducked in as and when we needed to. But uh, even that still worked. You know what I mean? Even like Terry said, he goes, it was, it was, he's like the the night game was just spot on, hundred percent. Same for this one. You know, although people struggled, we still managed to cut about quietly. You just take your time. You know, methodical. Take your time with it. That's all you can do. Mm. But good fun. Good fun. Yeah, I'm definitely yeah. going to the next one. Yeah, 100%. 100%. Pissed off mm. that I couldn't do this time. I'll still go to the next one. Don't get me wrong. I, I enjoy yeah, it. Maybe. We'll see. Yeah, you might oh, not get thanks. invited now. <laughs> <laughs> um, did you want to do some Room 101? I thought he, uh, this, yeah. this week sort of... Yeah. Um, because it's episode 101, it's a prime opportunity to have like a little bit of a, a fun game. Um, mm. So I you thought we fun. would... This segment, well, this, this is courtesy of Mother Fraser, isn't it? It, it is. is. My mum came up with this idea. Shout out um, to Mother Fraser. Love her. I was, I was talking to her Love that we've got episode 101, and she was like, oh, you could do you could do this. So basically, what we're going to do is we're going to go around in a little circle, and we're going to pick three things or, or uh, one at a time. Or a triangle. Pick three things, uh, one at a time, about Chalice. that we would throw into Room 101. So for anyone that hasn't seen the TV show, uh, the premise is that it's, it's this theoretical room that you can just lob stuff into and you never have to worry about it again because we're just going to get rid of it um so who wants to start i think you should 
I'll yeah. start. Right. So the one thing that I would like to get rid of, and this is in Milsim and Airsoft, are pallets. I fucking hate. <laughs> I, I really like. Um, I get that we need barriers in, in in games and like buildings and stuff like that, but I just get a bit bored with seeing the same old kind of rudimentary thrown up structures with with a few pallets uh, and like some bushes maybe leaning against stuff. Do you know what I mean? Whereas I, I can name some really, really good sites. So um, Apocalypse, for example, has got the stockade. So a lot of time and effort went into that. I know they're rejigging it at the moment. I don't know what yeah, it's going to look like in the future. Yeah, that's common a lot. And the village has as well, um, actually, to be fair. The village, that's another village. one. So some of those buildings are made out of pallets, but they've got like proper roofs on. They've done with tarps and bits and pieces like that. So the buildings are effectively mm. waterproof. Yeah. Um, it's, got... it's, it's, sort of, it's quite shantytowny sort of thing, what, what John and the guys have done up there, actually. I was quite impressed. Mm. Because we were there last weekend, the mm. weekend before. And it's yeah, it's good to see. It's good to see. Um, where was the site with Ultimate War Games? Um, we did the Octo event at with Shane. Ah, uh, yes, near near Brands. See, yep. Near so Brands there was some really good. The village there, they put like some really good structures in. So it's not it's not just like a few well, pallets up. Well, well, do you remember, Mike, when we was there? You actually, I think the guy who was doing a lot of the building work for um, for Shane is actually ex Marines, and he was on yeah. site working whilst this fucking Milsim was going. I just had a pair of safety specs on. Yeah, put some eyebrow on. <laughs> just there, just there, like with a, with a disc saw, just go, just cutting through some timbers and that, putting them up. I was like, Hello, mate. <laughs> yeah. See, I don't, I don't have a problem of um, pallet pallet fortifications and stuff like that i just i just find them a bit overkill like to me i mean i get that you know a lot of sites they have to build what is called temporary structures you can't obviously put a load of breeze block and proper brick walls and stuff like that up because no. it needs planning permission and it's a nightmare but just you can, there's you other don't put a roof on it maybe maybe dress it up a little bit mm. perhaps if it wasn't yeah i just think that there's sometimes it just feels i mean there's a certain site in kent that i'm not going to name but it's almost like MDF City. It's like playing in what you would imagine Wix to be if you were to build an airsoft site there. I'd love to um, play in Wix. Wix World. <laughs> <laughs> I'd love to play in To be fair, all the kitchen departments and stuff like that, I think that would yeah. be a wicked CKB site. But, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. It's, you know, those sort of tim f- flexible timber walls and everything's like a little bit rickety and stuff like that. Mm. I just like a nice proper solid structure mm-hmm. if you yeah. were to play around like that. And that, that's something that personally I would like to get rid of. Yeah. Tire okay. walls. Ed, Ed said tire walls. Tire walls are fine if they're used in context. Walls. If you're making a wall, that's fine. If you're trying to like dress it up as a building. Yeah, but uh... even still then, you know, it's, it's, it's a bit random. I and mean, I suppose if you've got like a, a few scrapped cars in an area or something like that, mm. then a tire wall would be sort of, yeah, I could see there being some tires here. Mm. But then if it's just like a random sort of tire wall, tires in the middle of a wood, you're like, hmm. I don't, know, I, don't I don't know. know. You know, <laughs> I think I think you know sandbags. You can't go wrong with them. They're cheap as chips. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Doesn't take a great deal to fill them up. Sandbags, stuff like that. You know those um, Hessian blocks as well that they use. Um, oh, Hesco barrier. I think. Hes- yeah. yeah, I think Imperium used some of those as well. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Making stuff out of that because that looks cool, and that's different. It's actual thing, isn't it? Mm. No, I've seen so, I've seen one site. And I can't remember where it was now, but what they did is they made some. It was almost like pallets, you know. They used pallets, but they were disguised. So they built the initial structure with pallets. So you're looking at it as like a three, four meter high wall made out of pallet. But then what they did do is they got these huge, you know, like um, underlay membrane that you drove for laying the yep. weeds and stuff. Yeah. You can get that, but in Hessian. So what they've done is they rolled that up and over, stapled it all down, secured it, and you almost got the sand effect, big compound wall like you'd see in our Afghan documentaries and stuff. So it actually oh, created yeah, yeah. a huge oh, awesome. brown compound wall, which didn't look like 
pallets and stuff like that. Do you know what I mean? That obviously BBs couldn't go through because they had the Hesse in there. I think they might have put some green netting over first, like the safe zone netting, and then the the brown Hessian roll. I mean, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm guessing that's not overly expensive to get, but no. and that looked really cool because it think, Christ, there's an actual comp. You know, you're looking up and think, bloody Nora, look at this. But yeah, um, things like that dress Con- it up, disguise it. Yeah, Redcon too. They've used the Hesco barriers and made a whole CQB area out of them. Mm. It's mm. At, like three high, can't even see over it. There's no way yeah. that you'll see over that. No, it looks looks brilliant. Took ten I mean, it's it's. Out. Similarly, as well, it's you know, you know, obviously, the barriers that I mean, we form them when we we make a fob or a little camp or something like that, where you you get the logs, you pile them up into sort of like a log wall and you throw Mm -hmm. uh, bushes and stuff against them. A lot of sites, I and I get why because obviously it's stuff they've got on site, but woodland sites it tends to be vast swathes of fortifications just across the game zone that look like that, Mm. and I just find it takes me out of the immersive a little bit. It's just like it's just I'm just surrounded by piles of logs. Um, yeah, I get that. But, I get that. You know, there needs to be it needs to be areas that's just left and not touched, and then there needs mm. to be sort of like population areas, if you like, where you've got a few bits and bobs going on. It ends up looking like a paintball site, time. otherwise, doesn't it? Yeah, 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 yeah. You can just look for miles, and all you can see is like two foot high barricades and stuff, all mm. different angles. There's no real reason or rhyme from being there. Why are they? Why are these there? You know. Yeah. But then you've got to cater to the masses as well. So that's the trouble with sites have got to weigh up. They've got to cater to the masses. And then obviously you've got a like, weekenders and things like that going on. So Mark's put a new meme on the NoFo community chat, by the way. Yeah. Who got done this Is time? It Is it me, you or uh me? <laughs> ah, <brilliant. Yay! laughs> um, right. Who wants to go next? I'll go next. Go then. We might Don't have to, we might have time for three each. <laughs> oh. Three, three one, each. Is that how many you want me to do? Is a <laughs> drum mags and M4s. <laughs> <laughs> they can go into a room 101 or the vault 101 whatever the fuck it is yeah. I'll see you later <laughs> drum mags in M4s drum mags in general really because I think they look pretty wanky <laughs> unless it's on an like, unless yeah. it's on a purpose. unless it's on like a, like a PPSH or something like that then it, then it looks ultra yeah. awesome but, you know, when you say no. drum mag do you mean like the, the, like the proper like, like, like high capacity drum magazine like the rounded one mag, rounded mag yeah, mm. I just yeah. so like if you've got a high cap mag which is a drum, which yeah, which enables you to have twenty eight hundred rounds going through an M4. Then yeah, you can. What about okay. the double drum? What about the double booby? Double booby drum drum mag, mag put on it, a yeah. M4. <laughs> yeah, drum mags only support weapons. Absolutely, mate. Even still, you know, I just ugh. yeah, drum I agree with you on that one. In Wix world. <laughs> 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 Maybe we should make a site of all the things that we hate. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Pallets, <laughs> drum mags on M4s. <laughs> yeah, that'd be one for me. It's just, it's just, it's just frustrating as buggery, and it's what part is part of what. That's why I don't go to skirmish days because you'd go out with like six to eight mid caps, and then you go up against someone who's got two drum mags for an M4, and you just think, well, what's the point? I might as well just sit behind the barrier for. I don't know, give it 20 minutes and you might have run out of ammo by then. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> or get bored and walk off. Or, or your battery will run out, one of the two. <laughs> <laughs> it's all right, yeah. I brought five batteries as well. That's it, yeah. I've got a Bergen full of drum mags and batteries, baby. <laughs> I'm good for days. <laughs> but yeah, that, that'd be for me. Drum mags and M4s. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely shit. I agree with you. The only, <laughs> to be fair, I, I've used drum mags in an M4 
but it tends to be not. No, hang on. Let me finish. <laughs> no, I won't. It hang tends, on. No. <laughs> it tends not to be for Milsim events. So it tends but to yeah, be but like you're the, the reason more... I don't skirmish. No, no, but this is the battle sims and stuff like that. Like the, the less Milsimy. Oh, Ed says we should do an episode called Wix World. There's so much to cover. I want to do an e a Wix <laughs> yeah. episode. We've we'll basically got a budget, little right. budget. We have to just buy stuff off Wix, but we'll have to do it in six months' time. Why do we have to buy things? Why can't we just talk about it? <laughs> no, because it's good to like play with them. I'm not going to bring a <laughs> sheet of plasterboard into the loft. There's what I've got. Oh, no, no, not from... <laughs> no. <laughs> Crush it up and pretend it's cocaine for an I've, hour. I've got this confused. <laughs> I meant Wish, not Wix. Oh, no, you no, said Wix, Wix World. Earlier. I know, I know, I meant Wish. Um, I'd love to play at Wix World. It sounds amazing. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> right, we'll all pitch in, we'll all buy a Wix, and we'll, we'll just like deck it out yeah. as a Wix. I don't know, they're too expensive at the moment, aren't they? <laughs> yeah. Harry, can I have an info? Yes, absolutely, Harry. If it's like the ones from Aliens, mate, I will allow that. Because I'd just like to see that. That would be very cool. But are they, are they M4s <laughs> in there? I only watched it the other day. Yeah, they are. They're not. They're not overly big. They do look a bit like Barrett Fifty, though. Yeah. I, Maybe I if you dress an M4 basically. up to look like a Barrett Fifty-ish, big flash either at the front and then bang an <laughs> uh, drum mag on it. Yeah, maybe. Space games. Come on, Andy. What are you throwing into Space room one hundred and one? What am I throwing into one hundred and one? I am throwing into one hundred and one a kit that is on you that you're never going to use. So Ooh. things like. Um, I know some people use them, but 90% of the people don't. The full set 500 pound Garmin's they have sitting on there. You're in an airsoft site where you can see the other side of the field. Why you Oh, what? You mean like, 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 like the GPS? Shit. Yeah. <laughs> like, Guys, I've programmed I, myself oh, yeah. in. We're going. Yeah. Yeah. I, I do have one of them. But, like, I'm not saying that not everyone doesn't use it, but it's the people that. It's like, I used to. Uh, never use until i started like really getting into the mill sims i used to add a uh, had a lanyard um like a personal belt lanyard um but since that i'm doing mill sims i've actually used them to stop myself falling out the back of trucks and vehicles and stuff um but before that i was running around with it on my belt for no reason oh, whatsoever. For, yeah 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 clipping on for, for your helo inserts yeah for the helo like inserts yeah. Like, yeah. they're quite I'm good when you're boshing around on the back of a on the back of a vehicle I actually keep it on there now. Like I took it you off. Should, but you'll things... have to keep it on there now so Mike can clip on at night time. Yeah. <laughs> but then... <Andy! laughs> yeah, just Whoa. put him around. <laughs> um and I have seen guys running around with like wire like proper wire cutters in their kit. Like yeah, proper I've metal wire used. cutters. I've seen them use and a and a sledgehammer. I've seen them yeah. use. But that was at one event. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And they're running right. Fair enough. Yeah, it's good for your fitness, and you look Gucci as Gucci as fuck. But is it really needed if you're just going to pop around and? Just I mean, shoot I yeah, obviously. If, if, you're, if you're in an event where you're in like woodland and you've got a sledgehammer for knocking doors in, I can, <laughs> yeah. see, I can see that being a bit silly. Or an event where um, you're not cutting wire fences and you've got bolt cutters. It seems a bit unnecessary. On your, on, your, yeah. on your thing, yeah, on your back, yeah. Um, like something yeah, that's that I've I'm trying is, to think stuff yeah. I carry around that I don't ever use. So everything that I carry around with me now, I use, mm. like, and especially on a Milsim event. Yeah, I can't. I've sort of scaled my kit back, so I can't really think of anything that would no. be. Why the fuck have I got that? Um, no, I can't. 
I have to go through all my kit now. I'm going to be paranoid. <laughs> I'm going to get pulled up or something. Someone's going to send a picture. Hey, this is fucking you. We, you, you didn't use that. Mm-hmm. No, all but right. do, you know what, do you know what I mean? The the sort of... The stuff that is completely pointless. is I, I've still got them on my belt from the last uh, sim that I did. Um, I've got IR um, chem lights. Like the snappable chem lights. There's one thing I don't care. Hanging off the, the side of my belt. Well, I don't need them because I'm not going to use them. Is the also you don't know if they've already gone or not? Yeah, the training, <laughs> the training knife, the plastic. Like the, I never, nah, I fucking never knew. Never I see. Used I've used mine. Yeah, see, I've used mine. Because well, I'm in the position I'm in, I usually say, "Kill him." <laughs> <laughs> you kill him. <laughs> Wasn't me. Yeah, see, I, I I do take a little plastic knife around with me, or rubber knife, to get. Knife kills because a lot of sites now say that you can't just run up and karate chop someone to get a knife. Kill. Yeah, I used to. I used to go with a whole like neck, hand around the neck, like oh shh shh shh. <laughs> yeah. Can't do that with COVID. No, yeah. you can now. Oh, COVID's yeah. finished. COVID friendly yeah. knife. You have COVID's to put your knife on a selfie stick. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Fair play, mate. But yeah, that'd be that'd be my one. Pointless bits of kit that look cool, but. You're just weighing you down. Pointless bits of kit that look cool. Fair play. Go on in, Mike. Round robin. Back to you, sir. So, the next one I'd like to come up with is the use of single fire only. Um, I don't have a problem with single fire only, but I think that there is a growing issue with people who kit their rifles up with such ridiculous hair triggers and the like which makes that your single fire is basically full auto anyway it's just literally how quickly you can do that wet willy for um, knife kills, wet willy for knife kills right? <laughs> yeah. absolutely yeah or a wedgie <laughs> yeah. if you can creep up on someone and give them a fucking wedgie what especially for all that kit <laughs> hit. oh hit I'm so hit so bad take that on your GPS <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Oh dear, sorry, mate. Yeah, go on. No, that's fine. So yeah, it's the um, it's the it's the single fire that's almost as quickly as a full auto. Mm. Um, I find to be a bit counterintuitive because the whole the whole premise of single fire only is that obviously it allows you to pick your shots and bits and pieces like that. But I've seen multiple sites that are single fire only um, for anything that's not an LMG, where people come running into a room and they basically they basically might as well be on full auto. Mm. Um, I mean, which yeah, I find frustrating. Then... I'm in two minds about the whole bloody single fire, so full auto rule. I think if you're in dire straits, you should be able to whack your thingy around a full auto and, and have at it. Yeah. Personally. Yeah, my personal opinion. But I know people that take the piss. Yeah. My personal that's why, opinion. That's is... why a lot of events put it into place where it's only single, you know, single shot unless you're an LMG, which I get. Yeah. I do because it's to control the idiots. Well, I think if you're but doing if you're it, sensible, team, you should have the same rate of fire as a wheel, wheel weapon anyway. So why well, you should you... be able, you should be able to. I mean, if you're like, if, for example, if you're going into, you're going to be single shot, you know, double tapping or whatever you're doing. But if you're putting rounds down quickly, if you're in a contact or you get ambushed, you're going to flip. Especially in woodland, you're going to be round at full auto, <laughs> empty a mag, getting into cover, doing it again, and then sort of moving forward. You're yeah. not going to be. You're going to mm. just. You're going to feel like, right, of course, yeah. this has got to be, we've got but to win then, this firefight, and this is how we're going to do it. Massive volume of fire. The rules, then you've got to have the rules in place of, yeah, you can full auto, but you've got to have a realistic fire rate. 
So all the people that but can here's, do here's the thing. 45 so... rounds a second. <laughs> <laughs> so here's the thing. So an, M, an M4 carbine has a cycling rate of between 700 to 970 rounds per minute. Yeah, that's fine. Yep. But that is so... quite fast already. Because that's 10 rounds. Yeah. That's more than... That's, that's 10, 15 rounds a second. Yeah, but that's still less than 45. Yeah, but that's, some... that's realistic. That's realistic. Do you know what I mean? I wouldn't mind 10 rounds a second. That's not if you pulled the trigger on that, you'd hear each individual shot. It wouldn't go... <laughs> yeah. That's that's the annoying thing. <laughs> yeah. I, you're not... Do you know what I mean? <laughs> I don't know what that what well, was. Is, that? is it the AA-10 <laughs> or whatever it was? What, what's the uh, what's the plane that was built around the gun? Oh, the tank butter. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's got a... Has it got the Vulcan cannon on it? Or has it yeah, got a Gatling it's basic, gun? Yeah, yeah it's, basically a, it's basically a gun with wings and the pilot's just sitting on top of it, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> What does this carry? Ammunition and fuel, and that is it. (laughs) (laughs) Pain. Lots of pain. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, like like Dan's just said there, I think if you've got a MOSFET that's capable of being programmed, you can program it to three-round burst, I think you should be allowed to do that at least at a minimum of the three-round burst on it. Because I, I can see, I can see people. Because if you get into a con, say, say you've got, say you're in a six-man team, four of your guys are down, and you're you're up against an LMG and another couple of guns, and you're trying to get back in, you need to be able to put that rate of fire down. And I know you can go pop, 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 and things like that, but you want to do a burst and then go. You want to fucking lever them for a little bit and be able to move. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you can't do that, so it's, and it's taking away a, 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 um, a trump, if you like. One of your top trumps is be able to go full auto. That's why you've got it. See, that's one. But thing you can't use it. Liked. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's one thing that I quite liked about um, Rivson uh, a couple of weekends ago. They literally gave really strict ammo counts on what you could take out see that's the thing so, i mean uh, for all the offense of all those people that say uh, uh, you know strict ammo rules you can know, i've never in my life seen anyone get their ammo counted or checked no at any event and, and that's across the board that's all the events i've ever been to never once have i ever seen someone get their ammo checked i've never had my ammo count checked um or anything like that to say oh he's got five eye caps in his pack or anything <clears> like that I, i've never you know, I know it's on trust and this that, and the other, but I'm sure it does probably does go on. I'm sure it probably does go on. But yeah, I mean, that's what needs to happen. You can you're allowed full auto, but your mags will be checked, or your team lead, or it's your it's the responsibility of your team leader to ensure that you've only got that many mags on you. Because if any of you get found with more than what you're supposed to have, then you'll be off the site, and also your team leader will be off the site for not doing his job. And I think that's fair. Because yeah, mm. it because that does create a bullshit scenario for other people who have gone to the trouble of making sure they've only got five mid caps or six mid caps, whatever it might be, um, or six hundred rounds for a rifle and then spread out over you can have six hundred one round mags if you wanted to, but that's yeah. all you can have. Do you know what I mean? Definitely. Um, and if I that's mean, not police, then you know on that that'll be down to the guy who's cocked up and his team leader for not checking it mm. before you go out. Talking about the rate of fire, so for an M4 carbine with a 30 round mag, if you're firing 900 rounds a second, that's 50, sorry, 900 rounds a minute, that's 15 rounds a second. So you're you're going through a 30 round mag in two seconds and then you have mm-hmm. to reload. I think yeah. that's the big difference is the fact that if you're going full auto with a, an airsoft gun, you are, you know, you're coming up against people that do have the high cap magazines in there or they've got mm. 120 round mag, which means, you know, they're able to sustain that for longer. Um, yeah. But 
I want to just uh, highlight um, Rage and Terry have been kind of talking about the same thing. The real world, you only have the ammo you can carry. You aren't cutting around with 3,000 rounds on you. This it's is it, exactly. I mean, it, 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 the LMG mags are completely uh, unrealistic. You know, 2,300 round box mags. You'd have you'd have a two, 300 round belt on it at most. You know, you'll be running in your LMG what most guys run in their mid caps. In some cases, you know, mine only held 90 rounds in my mid caps, but it's still 90 rounds. In the real world, that's three magazines. Give or take yeah. a couple of rounds if you don't want the spring to get snagged up. But then again, if if you're doing a strict ammo count, if you've got a box mag with three thousand rounds in it, that's your ammo for the weekend. And then so I've done. Christ, I've done one, a month yeah. of fault. I've done one of those <laughs> events where it's literally gone. They've gone right. You fill up your box mag here. That's your ammo. Right. Don't go out and. Mm. That's it. And you've. But really maybe that's what it needs to be. Mindful. Maybe that's what it needs to be. Is that. You know, riflemen do have thirty round mags. LMGs do have three hundred round mags. Mm-hmm. It'd be worth a try. Might be worth a try. Yeah. I'd certainly be up for it because you'd you'd, yeah, you'd see it, how yeah. how how different, and you'd be it'd bring round counting into it. You'd have to be remembering, you know, before you go, if you had to went from a firefight in the woodland into a into a compound area, right? Change a mag. How many rounds have I got left in there? You know, I think it would make it exciting. Carry a bandolier of. Let's say for Rothman, two or three hundred rounds extra on a bandolier or something like that, or a speed loader, you know, bandolier speed loader in your pack, so you can bomb your mags back up. You know, extra link for the LMG spread throughout the section. Uh, for again for the immersion side of it, which I, I think, think that's cool. yeah, I think that's why I quite like the stuff. idea. I mean, we've talked about this before, but an event where you know, in the same way you've got your water rationing, your your ammo effectively arrives in little sachets um, as well. So if you need to reload, you know, potentially you go have to go and find an ammo cache um, or, or call in support. Um, so your ammo is basically delivered to you in sachets of, say, 100, 100 rounds. Um, so, you know, you're bombing up, but you're bomb- you're not bombing up from, you know, a bag of 5,000 BBs that you're, you've got in a speed loader that you're then topping up your magazine. So you're not counting those out. Mm-hmm. So when you're when you're sitting there, even as an LMG gunner, as you're sitting there and you're slowly pouring that bag out, you are making sure mm-hmm. every round goes in that LMG. You know, I mean, it'd be good this, if you oh, could get like, Oh, I missed. Oh, BBs everywhere. <laughs> well, you could still have the LMG box mag itself. I mean, obviously no one wants any battle rattle and chink, chink, chink. But if you could have like an insert which goes into your drum mag, which reduces the capacity down. So that, mm-hmm. do you know what I mean? Like a foam insert, which sort of goes in there and, and like almost mm-hmm. so it's made to the shape like this is now minus off like, 1800 rounds from a 2300 round box mag so you can only get you know you can only get 500 rounds in there now or whatever it might be do you know what i mean something that just sort of takes up the volume like a foam brick or a foam block and it, obviously if you have got a couple of block 500 rounds perhaps in there or something like that it's going to be a lot you're going to be a lot more conserving of your ammo than when you've got yeah. if you've got mm-hmm. 2500 rounds in there you know what i mean you haven't got that extra 2000 rounds on you yeah because my, my, cool. yeah, my pts mags that i have for my tm yeah, I've, uh, there's only 43 rounds in them because mm. they've got a little switch that makes them into um, low caps. I See, I think mine mine don't do that, but I think... 64 or something like that. I think if I do three turns on my speed loader, I think that puts in about between 30 and 40 rounds into a mag, mm-hmm. which I'd be happy with that. Do you know what I mean? Give or take, you know. Um, and then I think the plunger one, like the little 9mm mag size one, I'm trying to remember what that is now. And that's three. And I think that's five. Five five squirts does about 30 rounds-ish, give or take. Um, and it's, it's easy to guess. Do you know what I mean? It's easy, it's easy to... to, uh, to stay, and, and easy to police as well, I think. You know, everyone's mm. bombing their mags up in your, yeah. in, your, in your section. You'll know if someone's taking the piss every day, going... 
trying to get the last, very last BB into it from the speedover. <laughs> you think, well, that's clearly 120 rounds plus. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? So Ed, Ed says, yeah, I never use a drum mag. Maybe I should stop carrying it around just to annoy Lance. <laughs> yeah. You can never annoy um, me, mate. You know that. <laughs> Ray says, people use a photo of some SF guy wearing something, so they want them in their kit. It's like those cool GBRS Hydra mounts that are becoming the new thing. Navy SEALs made them, so they must be cool. Absolutely. Get it um, done. <laughs> Fresh Meat says, I don't use nades anymore, so stopped carrying them around. Again, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah that could be it for the, the, for the 101 route. Um, Nick says, you know, how many have a functional first aid kit in their medic pouch and actually know how to use it? <laughs> I can put a plaster onto someone's boo-boo. <laughs> <laughs> boo-boo. Um, Dan says full auto could be okay if you had very strict ammo rules so you'd have to be mindful of firing yeah, absolutely uh, Dan that's it mate that's what we want to John achieve John Smith really. said it'll be fun to see and to happen as people would be more careful on what they're shooting and using the ammo mm. um, but Ed has an interesting counterpoint that in real world um, the round is actually going to go where you're aiming and travel way further so maybe in airsoft we allow accuracy by volume to compensate for this yeah True. do we really Ed there's, there's, <laughs> a, there's a line between Acquiring a target with two or three rounds to get you on point to what normally happens, you know. Yeah. We, we but also as well, it's bollocks. Yeah, but also <laughs> as well to get to get that to get your accuracy, it means that you have to get a bit closer, which means mm. that you're. Well, yeah, I mean, let's be honest. I mean, let's for the. For, let's <gasps> oh, I've just thought of my other thing. Yeah, sorry, oh, Carol. Forty meters apart. Yeah, your, your, your contact's forty meters away. You fire one round is like three or four meters to the right, or whatever it might be. Bit of windage. It ain't going to yeah. take you long. To get on target, it's forty meters away. Do you know what I mean? It's not four hundred yards. <laughs> <laughs> you don't. You're not going to require. You know. So let's say you've got a thirty round mag, and normally you run hundred and twenty rounds in your mag. You're not going to use the volume of BBs you'd need to get on target. Is what I'd say. You should be comfortably hitting a target in two or three BBs, even with a bit of wind. You shoot one round, it's like it's going that way a bit. Okay, I'll move a touch. Boom, there we go, I'm on target. Oh, I've gone a little bit too far, I'll come back. Third round. Third round, you should ah, be on see. As an LMG support gunner, I'll just walk it in, just like, ah, uh, there we go. Well, there you go. Yeah, but you can. You should be doing strafing fire and leading yeah. targets and stuff like that, shouldn't you? But, I mean, for a rifle, for, for a standard M4 or AK, whatever it is, you should be able to, well, one's a right, a oh, little bit left, bang in the middle. Mm. Three rounds, do you know what I mean? Right, so maybe, let's... Yeah, go on, sorry. We can talk about it. Let's, right. let's move on because we've talked about this one and we've got two more to do before we've got. Can I? Can I? And he's got that one. Yeah. Binary triggers. What is a binary trigger for those that don't know? So, a binary trigger yeah. is where you pull the trigger and it fires, and then when you let go, it fires. Um, what the fuck would you want that? Yeah, it's shit. <laughs> so, you're literally. You have to run around shot. with your trigger down just so you can let it go again. Yeah. So, you're always firing two shots on a trigger pull. Absolutely pointless in in airsoft, and also very unsafe. If you've got a man down situation, and you actually need someone, and they've lost their eye pro or something, you've got to hold on to that trigger because there's no way of making your weapon safe. Binary triggers should be banned. So hang on a minute. So you squeeze <clears throat> the trigger, fire. So, yep. Yeah. And then and when you, you let, let go, go of the trigger and it fires, and it fires again. Oh, so 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 if you didn't touch the trigger at all, nothing would happen. Nothing would happen. If you squeeze it, if it fires, and then when you let go of it, it fires. Exactly. 
that's ridiculous. Why would you? <clears throat> so surely that it's the wankers that can cause do that. that malfunction and fire when the trigger's not depressed. There is a there's there's the there's the possibility there or the hazard that that can uh, fire them without the trigger being depressed. Could be. I think it's MOSFET control. Mm. I thought it was the lever of the trigger has to go past yeah, the contacts. That, that would be if I had run a site and I wouldn't. They'd be like, yeah, no, they're gone. If you've yeah. got a MOSFET, you could program that to be off. So that's just silly. Why would you do that? Triggers. You know, uh, you might as well have a push button on the side of it. Well, it's basically a dead man switch, isn't it? Let's be honest. It's just, uh, uh, yeah. uh, uh, I'm dead now. <laughs> but yeah, it's, it's for the guys that run the um, uh, G&G straight trigger. Oh, double fingers. Speed softer, where they do that. Oh, if it's speed softening, yeah, let them get on with it. I'm never but no, but if they've started, like, I've seen people use them in M4s, um, AAP, AAP9s, is it? AAP9, mm, um, yeah. Literally, they're, they're starting to pop up more and more because it's a way round of getting around the single shot. Oh, fuck that. No, no. no. Three so round every burst. Side, yeah. 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 Can three you set a three-round burst up with a binary yeah. trigger? Well, no, well, no, because you'd have to... No, no, I'm just wondering it. if you could... Maybe you get six rounds out of it. Brr, brr. Yeah. There you go. But you'd have yeah. to hold it and then let go. So you'd have to hold it for those three rounds to fire. Because if you just mm. do it again, it's already firing. So I would say right. that it's only for single shot. But yeah, get rid of them, man. I don't like them. Don't like, I've never seen one. I don't even like the sound of it. Yeah. But they're getting I think more, we're all, more popular. We're all on board with that one, Andy. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So if you run a binary, throw it in the bin. Because yep. you're just not a nice person. <laughs> Come on then, Lance. What's yours? Oh, hang on. Uh, Lance, what would you be your opinion on a lever action sniper rifle like a Western? But I'm wearing a ghillie. Well, if he was in a Western-styled airsoft, a Western event, ghillie. Western oh, ghillie. No, he has to dress as a tumbleweed, and he has to run around the site like this. <laughs> I've seen those lever action add-ons. I sent the picture in the group chat. Do you not remember it? It was a sniper. A lever action add-on or a lever action like like the uh, like a Winchester. Like a John Winchester. Wayne. Yeah, yeah like that's a... cool. That's cool as fuck. And it does the lever. Thing. That is a thing. <laughs> yeah, love that. I long. think it has to make that noise though. Yeah, it can't be. It yeah, can't be like a stealthy one. It has to go. Normally do it. Got to make it as quiet as you can, so you can't hear that being reloaded. And put your little sash curtain up, so you can't see your hand moving. I know you're going. To. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen it. You seen that? Have you seen this little curtain it's got? Yeah. And this little pokey up. Whoop. Deploy curtain. Oh, I wonder if I've still got. That. Can't see we got to see Ed. Ed wasn't unfortunately there on um, Saturday, but we got to see Ed set up um, over at Empire Airsoft, which was quite cool. Yeah. Yeah. A little hovel. You need to tidy that up, mate. Yeah. <laughs> Very disappointed I was. There was a jumper there. There was a jumper on the table. I was genuinely like, oh, it's, it's silly kitty's <laughs> jumper. Yeah. Yeah. Me, me and Andy went out the front to get some more, come back in, and Mike's just like that. <gasps> <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh. oh that's some good gilly. <laughs> oh, silly gilly. Right, come on, Lance. What's, what's yours? <laughs> I'll tell you what, mine, mine, mine is a, a habit that people have got that seem to think that after they've tested their weapons and they've chronoed it and they think it's great and brilliant, it's all working, as soon as they walk out of the fob and they're starting, <laughs> starting out on the patrol, they'll go, <laughs> yeah. Yep, it's all good. I'll ban that because that fucking really pisses me off. You just move, you're moving out and then someone going, <laughs> you know, that's why low cap mags are such a great idea because it will stop knob ends doing that. 
<laughs> spending the first 10 minutes of a patrol just shooting at a leaf or a tree and oh look oh it's a puddle, <laughs> <laughs> <It's> a puddle. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> or something well, metal some sort yeah, of thing yeah, metal yeah. on the wall oh, yeah. yeah just like no that, that's i'll get rid of that habit that, that would be in yeah yeah negligent discharges that's what we call them especially <laughs> uh, there's nothing worse than when you're standing on stag duty as well and then someone someone's just like firing off into the distance like, what, what are you doing what, have you got eyes on no just testing just testing yeah, you've been testing it all day. Bullets in it, BBs in it. Thank you, thank you, camera guard. Bye, bye, bye. I don't, I don't mind if you're, if you're, say for example, a sniper or DMR, and you tell everyone, and you're getting your range set, so you know where your target's going to be. Right, that tree's going to be there. Like in theory, you should know that already if that's your primary weapon. Normal rental at the start of the game. No, mate, I've seen that on Milsims. Yeah, Milsims, they do it. Yeah, there is a lot horsing around that people will do I'll it. tell you what actually and sometimes they don't even need to be near the weapon do they you've got one of them magic TM LMGs it just does it itself whatever it feels like it. <laughs> oh, I'm just checking that I've got ammunition a little bit of moisture I'll tell you what the, the best time that you, we talk about limited ammo the best time I've seen that is is at a paintball game I know I know this is an airsoft podcast we're not we're not you know we're not talking about paintball, but if you ever go paintballing like, the, the number of people that have just forked out like a hundred quid for like five paintballs or whatever it is and they literally come out and they're just like in the little target range just outside where you pick the rifle up and they're just like blapping away at oh, targets like, going. yeah and all you're hearing is just ka-ching 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 is all the oh, it's just bonkers absolutely bonkers to be fair though the sniper rounds are like that now though mm. Every, every time I see a sniper fire, I see a little tear as well. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. That's, that's a pound gun. <laughs> see, that's, that's what the bolt action is. The bolt action's not there to reload the gun. It's yeah, just, just a, a subtle way of just wiping the tears. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What, what snipers should have is when every time they cock the rifle, it should be the sound of a till tray opening. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, that'll probably pop up in Ed's next video. <laughs> Number two, please. <laughs> um, one that I did think about after um, well, we kind of got halfway through was people who shoot out of range as well. Like you know, you know, you're in a nice defensive position. You've got you've got the enemies walking towards you. Their 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 target is to advance on your position, and people are just blapping way off in the distance you've got no no chance <laughs> yeah. of potentially hitting them all you're doing is just a letting them know where you are b using up your ammo and 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 i can't think so of a c but yeah annoying. it's just annoying <laughs> c it upsets mike it does upset <laughs> me i actually pulled funnily enough i pulled a couple people up on it at the uh, the seo event because in in our base it was very annoying i was yeah. like let them come towards us and then we can shoot them I, the one I, I the one I hate is when you sat there and you've you've sat there for fifteen minutes in a perfect ambush position, and there and you're everyone knows that you are there to ambush them. As soon as that first person gets onto the very edge of your ambush, one person at the other end fires, and they just and you're like, I've been lying in this pissing wet bush for 15 20 minutes i'm laying in poo (laughs) all for this and you fucked it up (laughs) rebel says biscuits brown prevent negligent discharges (laughs) (laughs) my man god love him 
<laughs> well, we are, we are looking for a motto. Dodgers. <laughs> 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 Sounds good. That could be in there. That could be in for a chance. Uh, Ed says 0.48 to 3p. A paintball is 20p. Yeah, but you're, you're so. pissed up from a stag deal on paintballing, aren't you? So you don't really give a shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, Dan also says that's the sound uh, when you're firing your tag rounds and no one takes the hit. Oh, yeah. Oh, sorry. What's the sound? Well, the sound of that one is. <laughs> yeah. Or, or Morses, where you. Firing the tag round and then no one taking the hit, or firing the tag round and it not going off. Yeah. The oh, worst yeah. one is the Morses, where you're an drop absolute it. peach. <laughs> You drop it and you see it fly perfectly and then there's a gust of wind and it goes, nope. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, fuck! Oh, <laughs> you get really excited. You get really excited. Yeah, they're about eight, yeah. eight quid around. You fire the, fire the mortar around and it basically goes straight up, hits the tree in front of you and goes backwards. You're like, oh! <laughs> yeah. Bastard. Adjust! <laughs> yeah, but the tag round not going off, that must be frustrating as hell because you're yeah. like sitting there in your fob like, having five minutes and then like you, the guy can see you. And he shoots his tag round, and it, it just goes on the floor next to you, and you're like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> just call EOD in to get rid of the unexploded munitions <laughs> next to my chair. <laughs> Les says, "Room 101 for me is people that key in their PTT." <sighs> Why haven't you all got Diet Coke lids on your PTT? Hot mic in, so frustrating. Yeah. No good. Yeah. yeah, I agree with that one. That is really annoying. And the trouble is, you can't even bloody tell them. We found a way. You get everyone to clap. So if you if you can find out who's hot micing, if you can get everyone to clap in one instant, you, you can find out. Well, not all at, all at the same time, because that was everyone's clapping. But well, Like a tactical clap. For yeah, just a little. Yeah. Just a little. So everyone's standing there like that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, but if it solves the issue, that'll be grand. Yeah. Just yeah, shoot the I fucker. I, I, a little M8 hole I drilled for a, for a fizzy drinks bottle lid and I just gorilla glued it onto my PTT and it stops me depressing yeah. the... I, I think JCI comms actually do like a nice little 3D printed one as well. Yeah, I just... I've, I've actually got a... So I thought I'd just use a plastic lid. <laughs> I think Andy's frozen. <laughs> oh, there you go. You're like back. that. <laughs> Ooh. 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 Boobies. No, I said that boobies in it. boobies. Boobies. I love boobies. <laughs> right. <laughs> I'm, con- I'm conscious of the time. Do you want to quickly do a From the Vault? Oh, yes. That's me, isn't yes, it? Yes, uh, you've got yeah. it. I've got From the Vault. You ready? done? You ready? Yeah, come in. <laughs> <laughs> I just like the way you Such cut Such a off. seamless <laughs> transition. <laughs> you just went, doof, shut up, Lance. <laughs> I was told about this by uh, Mr. Terry Gillett. And it's an individual protection kit, which is like an emergency survival shelter type thing. Right? It wasn't open, but because I'm a nosy bastard and I couldn't not unopen it, so I've just opened it at the top. And what you get is like a big tarp. You get a load of like um, stuff. I don't really want to open it too much because this is like well preserved. It's an old bit of kit. But if you look up an individual British Army individual protection kit, it basically allows you to create a like covered shelter. I don't know if you can see them images there too well, but that's what you end up with at the bottom. So yeah, look them up. And it's a, it's a again, it's a bit of kit that I'm never ever going to use. But it's a single kit installation instructions for trenches up to 0.6 meters in width. Uh, two men should act as a team to build the shelter. Uh, tear off the outer bag, tear off the 
end of the inner bag and remove the anchorage assembly from the roll of material. Three pickets, blah, 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 blah. Tension the cord. Drive all pickets into the ground. I'm guessing they mean temp pegs pickets. And it basically makes you a survival shelter. Two-man survival oh. shelter. There it That's is. Cool. I get my phone. A bit of scale. There you go. British Army individual protection kit. Basically makes you so a little it's basher. Just a basher. Essentially, mate, a little basher. But I've not opened it, so I've not. I've not. I do want to open it, but I don't because it's not been touched. Do you know what I mean? It's one of those things. But um, I've got one sinks of petrol. So is it smaller than the basher? What's the size of it then? Like, is it? It's a few man. I'm guessing it's probably about the same sort of size. I'm guessing. I mean, it says it covers a. It covers. It's for trenches up to you know, point six meters or you know sixty centimeters, six hundred mil in width. So I'm guessing it's quite versatile. Uh, two seven two what... centimeters by one four six centimeters. Supposed to go over a trench. Yes, mate. Yeah, that's what it's yeah. in the old in the old destructions. That's what it says. I don't know if it's got a date stamp on it. Nineteen eighty six. There we go. Nineteen eighty six. Still looks brand new in there. Obviously, still sealed up. Look lovely, beautiful, lovely. What's the kit. What's the material like? Is it the same as a basher? Looked, like do you know what, the it, modern it, ones, or is it? Does it... No, it, it looks robust. I must admit, it does look robust. It looks more lightweight than a standard. I think it's probably heavier than a standard basher. Because um, obviously they're a lot thinner now and a lot more mm -hmm. silky. So, I mean, yeah. they sliver about their bastard to roll up the new ones because they're just they like, <laughs> um, but this one here, it's got like a, almost like a, a rip stop. I don't know if you can see that. That's terrible, isn't it? Can you see that? That's sort of material there. Mm. Focusing. It's got like a stippled effect sort of thing on it. But yeah, that's mine from the vault. Something else I've bought and never ever used. But I don't like oh. I said, I don't really want to open it because it's like an old nice whole bit of kit. Oh, so, yeah, that's mine from the vault. Individual protection kit. Cool. Right. From the vault. He's an <laughs> <laughs> uh, your mic's gone funny, Lance. No, it's probably Mike cutting me off. Oh. I was mid mid talking. Is it back now? Hello, hello, hello. hello. I thought you'd finished. Yeah. No, well just amused. I was like, oh, and, no. oh, yeah. oh sorry. <laughs> We're still learning. I was getting excited with all these he's, things he's that we, we can just it. randomly bring in. Yeah. Um, right, we should probably get a call it a day. We're hitting hour 30 now. So um, I've all got things that we've, we need to do doing. Um, if you want to get in touch with us... toilet, can... everybody. Yeah, a wee <laughs> I told you, you, you get in touch need with to us... buy catheters. Just sit there. I've, I've got a catheter in right now. I don't need to go. I'm fine. I can stay here and If you want to email the show, probably a complaint about Andy's <laughs> catheter, uh, you can do so at nofochat at hotmail.com. Instagram is at November underscore foxtrot underscore nofo. And the website is novemberfoxtrot.co.uk. If anyone yes. wants to leave us a review, by the way, we are still oh, yeah. accepting those on our Facebook. Oh, yeah. um, I think you can also leave them on Apple Podcasts as well. So feel free to head over there. And might read some funny voices. Um, oh, if it's uh, if it's a good review, then yeah, we may do some funny voices. Um, oh. The only other bit of news I just wanted to say is obviously congratulations to our winners on our hundredth episode last yes. week. Um, we will be emailing out about the prizes this week. So some of the prizes are coming from the people who are donating the prize. Some of them are from us that we're sending out, and some of them are digital. So just check your emails. If you don't hear anything by the week after next. Uh, start shouting at me, and I'll, I'll I'll chase up on that for you. Yes. Um, but cool. Ooh, anybody nice, anybody nice. got any last minute thoughts they want to share? Just mm. thanks once again for everyone who who donated to the uh, RBLI raffle for the hundredth show last week. You know, it does yeah, mean a lot. Definitely. 
you know, it's um, some good money raised there, which going to a great charity to help a lot of uh, well-deserving people. So, yeah, we just thank you very much for that and uh, obviously supporting us for uh, 101 episodes now. Yeah, mm. yeah, definitely. don't know how you poked up with us, if I'm brutally honest, but you have. So, <laughs> yeah. thank you very much for that. <laughs> well, I, I think I can speak for everyone that uh, it's the good looks. Absolutely. And, um, keep getting thrown about mm. between Mike and Lance. That has made everyone the good looks. The good looks, yeah. Like you've got baby face, and he's got rugged bear man. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, that got weird. Um, fresh mate, uh, fresh mate, and Danny are going to be at frontline events this weekend. So yes, please definitely tell us how it went. That'll be yes, absolutely. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Give some feedback on that. We'll be back. Photos yes, we'll be back next week. Uh, we're going to be talking about Defiance Red Tide Two. Uh, we're also going to be talking about the Rift Sim. Mm-hmm. Um, and we might throw some other exciting things in there if we. El Hatcher you know, for the win. If we win have time as well. So. <laughs> um, in the meantime, right. stay no foe. Stay no foe. No, that's it. Now. It's, it's become stayed. a thing. It's now. It's a become thing. a thing. It's never going. <laughs> that's it. Um, we'll see Plus, you all next so. week, eight Ciao. o'clock Ciao. on Wednesday. Yeah. Ciao. Ciao, Bella. Ciao, Bella. Ciao, Bella. <laughs> Ciao, Ciao, Bella. <laughs> see you later, John Max Fraser. Later. Say goodbye, John everybody. Goodbye, everybody. Bye, everybody. <laughs> Drop so, yeah. Drop guys. <laughs>